Welcome to Nothing Is No Be South Texas Golf Podcast with your host, Andy Torres. All right, guys, welcome to the show. Welcome to Nothing Is OB South Texas Golf Podcast, episode 68. That's right, we're getting closer and closer up in numbers. Tonight, I have two very special guests on for my Four Bros 2.0 league and group. It's more of a lifestyle, really. All right, if you ain't living the Four Bros 2.0 lifestyle, you ain't living. All right, I got Sergio Mensis on tonight, and I have the godfather, or like what we'd like to call him, the dog father, Jeremiah Sierra, on tonight. Let's welcome these guys to the show. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining the show tonight. Hey, how's hey, it going, Andy? Tall man. What's up, Sergio? What's up, Maya? I'm ready to I'm ready to get into this, man. You know, we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be we're gonna be stabbing at some some uh, recent scabs here and some recent wounds and pouring some salt and some lime on it just to get it going. Awesome. We're ready. I think Sergio is more ready than I think Sergio is more ready than both of us, Maya. <laughs> All right, guys. So let's get I right think into he is. it. Okay, I we he had a wear his dress blues today. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Well, I, I, we're gonna see the we're gonna see those dress blues later here in a bit. All right, we're gonna see those dress blues. I made sure to save that picture. It was a creepy photo. I thought it was a. I thought it was somebody. A, somebody who went AWOL. That's awesome. <laughs> all right, not guys. scared. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. You're, you're scared of Jeff, so, <laughs> so you are scared. You're a scaredy cat. <laughs> All right, we'll get a li- get into that a little bit later. So, all right, we, we are coming fresh off of our first big uh, – we have our Fiesta Bash, Four Bros Fiesta Bash, two-day tournament, day one on Saturday at Riverside. And this past weekend, we had day two was at the beautiful almost – well, I, I say both of them were in great shape, almost golf course, uh, ACGT. It was our first outing that we had in our contract with the Alamo City Golf Trail. And I think, I think they brought it pretty good uh, – they came, those courses came correct. What do you think, guys? Yeah, I think, first, yeah, I'll go real quick. Yeah, I, I think so. I, this is my first time playing Riverside. Um, like my second time, third time playing Olmos. And for Riverside, when I played early in the week, the, the greens were a little bit patchy, but when we show up on Saturday, they were rolling pretty good. It's kind of a little bit slow, but, and they're rolling pretty true and nice. And same thing with Olmos, you know, it was just all green, good shape, you know, a couple of bare spots here and there, but I think that is expected for a Muni. So, Overall, I, you know, I enjoy both courses. Uh, didn't care much about the setup on Saturday at Riverside. These were way too up. I uh, wish they were a little far back, then, you know, farther down. And, uh, you know, it was pretty standard setup for uh, almost on Sunday as well. Maya. Uh, Riverside, yeah, it was, uh, I enjoyed it. There was some patchy stuff or whatever, but that's Muni. Uh, but overall, Riverside was in great shape. Uh I like the setup because, you know, I won on Saturday. So, you know, everything was, uh, you know, riding good for me there. Almost was in great shape. I hate hole number 18, though. But other than that, <laughs> everything's good. All right. So 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 Maya had the lead for the A group. Uh, and, and again, it was uh, this is one of the controversies that we had going on this weekend. And it, it kind of led to a few sparks and the sparks kind of kind of started just a bit of a brush fire amongst amongst one of the members at least and it led to Maya feeling really sad and really down about his game uh yeah. it, nobody he only had like two people congrat congratulate him on his win right Maya the only 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 two guys and that's because you had to remind me because being a B player I had no access to the A scores so I had no idea what was going on 
Yeah, you know, it was kind of sad. You know, nobody congratulated me. Everybody gave me, you know, the starey eyes. You know, but uh, they were eating my sausages, though, so, you know, <laughs> well, they, they like that barbecue. <laughs> well, it was Jake. Hey, courtesy, <laughs> courtesy, courtesy, courtesy of, of Jake, yeah. Courtesy of Jake and, and Bear BBQ Company right there. All right, yeah, Jacob and Yost tore it up. So you know. they might have been Maya sausages, but they were in Jake's hands. <laughs> yes. Hey, man, I congratulated they were, you. They were in great hands. Well, like, well, like I said, like I said, yeah, Sergio, yeah. there was there was two people that congratulated Maya. One of them was you, uh, Jeff. I don't know. He seemed like he was a little bit on the fence, and then and then Maya Maya told me he goes, "Hey, man, you're not going to congratulate me." And so I said, "Oh, okay." There was, there was three and my wife when I got home. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now that did that did that that was one of the concerns because as we went to Riverside on Saturday, you, you know, I mean, we have no say. I mean, we are just one of the one of the the many golf groups that go out and play, and it being our first time being part of the Alamo City Golf Trail Tour. Uh, I'm sorry, being Al- a part of the Alamo City Golf Trail and bringing our league and our guys there was our first time. And I, I really think ACGT. I really think they they, they showed out because. Again, as the rain, uh, luckily enough, the rain held out. Riverside's, the greens, they, they were slow, but they were true. They rolled true. They were in great condition. Uh, pace of play, I thought, was great. Everything was moving. And uh, the, the big complaint that day is that all the tee boxes were moved up so close together. You had yeah. the reds way up, and then five yards back, you had the golds. And then five yards back from there, you had the whites. And then I say about maybe about – 15 20 yards were the blues does that sound about does that sound about right yeah there was it's only a few holes on the other side that you can really tell the difference between white and blues because the blues were the ones that were like you know way too far up and you know that to players like jeff or myself you know you bring in a lot of trouble in that course specifically so it kind of play against our our you know our style of play but in the end you know like i said it was you know the greens were fantastic and when i think about a golf course that's kind of like the one thing that I can hit off a first spot as long as I can have a good chance of making a putt. Now, Maya, what do you think, Maya? How did this, uh, obviously, I know this was one of the issues and the concerns that came up is that, and you partially felt felt bad because uh, being a, a nine handicap that you went in into this tournament, this kind of, it, it was tough for those, those, uh, those one handicaps like Jeff and Sergio to get, uh, to get, I guess, to make, take advantage of those pops because maybe you had, more than them due to the distance or lack thereof? Oh, yeah, it, it was a huge difference. I mean, you know, for them, like I said, if, as, as me as a nine handicap, and, and the tee boxes were all the way up either, I, I you know, believe it or not, I drove a couple of greens, uh, you know, because I'm a stud. But, uh, <laughs> no, well, that, that's what Erica says. Yeah, and then uh, but now seriously, you know they were so far up, man. I you know was hitting eighty to hundred yards in every shot. So, uh, but I had nine pops, so I, you know I was riding those pops all the way to the bank. I was a par and better, baby. But uh, on the second day, you know when everybody's from the tips and the eighth light, then you could tell everything was close because then you're having that. 140, 150, and then if it goes left or right or short, you know, then some of those pars are not getting in there. So, uh, you know, so Saturday wasn't fair for like one, two, three, four handicaps, even five. Uh, but, you know, as a, trying to be a leader as I am, you know, I donated half of my purse for the second day of the gross, you know. 
You're, you're welcome, Jeff. You're listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right here. Let's see right here. All right, Christopher P- Christopher Pinto. Sergio dropping knowledge like he's collecting like like he's collecting tuition for the Sooners. Oh, thanks, Chris. <laughs> so, he's my brother-in-law. Okay, so what's up with the Sooners? Hey, Boomer Sooner, baby. Oh man, did you go there or did you what? That's my alma mater, me. Huh? Get my education from there. That's your alma mater. Yeah. So that's so okay. So that's why you probably have like a real like bond with with uh, answer, huh? Y'all are, yeah. both, y'all are both Sooners. Absolutely. When he was at the Bolero, I walk, you know, you know, I was walking alongside and say, hey, Abraham, Boomer Sooner. And I would like give him the horns down. <laughs> he was just like cracking up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So my, the first time, the first time I spoke with Answer at the, the first time he was played as the Bolero Open and uh, my, you know, him being from, uh, you know, Mexico in the Valley, you know, the Valley, right? Like, like going to school in the Valley, right? Well, he went to school with my brother-in-law and Sherry, there in Mission Sherryland. My buddy Gino is from is from the valley, and he says, "Hey, ask him because uh, I'm over here nervous. I mean, this is when the podcast, the early days of the podcast. I said I don't know what to ask him. He said, ask him about uh, El Pato, the golfer, or El Pato, the restaurant. You know, and I'm like, okay, yeah, El Patos are like the Mexican McDonald's in the valley, right? And uh, not so not so much anymore. And uh, I asked him. I said." El Pato, I asked him, El Pato, the golfer, El Pato, the restaurant. And he just kind of looked like right through me, like uh, El Pato, the golfer, you know? And I'm just like, okay. I was like, you know what? My buddy was over here telling me like, I was a joke. Like, don't ask him that. Like, I was just fucking with you, right? And so I think ever since then, I've been out to like, I'm out to redeem myself. And I think this past year at the, at the match play at the Dell, I was like total like redemption mode. Yeah, you did a pretty, you know, I told you, you did a pretty good job interviewing him. I, I, I haven't met him. That's like my only interaction that I had with him, but I got to hang out with his caddy on the Bolero uh, on the Monday and, you know, he spoke pretty highly of him. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a real, he's a real cool ass dude. All right. Now back to, now back to the bash. So right here, I'm going to go ahead and bring up some of the scores right here. I'm going to bring up some of the scores that we had from, uh, we had from our time out there. I got, I got Riverside's A scores right there. So I want everybody to see. I want everybody to check them out. So they are aware of what scores we had out there. We had right here, tied for third place, we had DJ. Uh, and this, these are net scores. He had 72. He was at even par. Uh, tied for third, I had Sergio, 72. I got Clayton Johnson at minus four, 68. And the winner for the day at 67 at minus five was Jeremiah. You can say that one more time. <laughs> the winner, the winner of the day was <laughs> Jeremiah. So, I, I'm playing with Chris at some point in the back nine. He tells me, "Oh, you know, Maya's two over." So I'm thinking, "Oh, cool." He's like, "Because you know, I'm not looking at the scores whatsoever at that point." And Chris, is like, "Yeah, he's like two over." I'm like, "Okay, he's like two over." You know, I'm thinking net. I'm like, "All right, cool." No, he was. <laughs> He was like he was gross over because I think I saw him over number eleven and number twelve, like way to the right. I was like, oh, okay, great. He's in a full meltdown right now. <laughs> and uh, man, no, I, man, I, I, I guess it's gonna happen. No, no, that was you know he was like legit playing good. And also, uh, you know, with DJ, you know, I'm playing with him right, and then I'm running out of holes to make to make birdies. 
and I kind of and I realized that he's like playing like uber conservative, like going down the stretch because he is looking at the scores. You know, I'm still trying to get after it. Mick Birdie's all over the place, but this guy's like three wood iron off the tee. I'm like, what's going on? Like, why is he playing so conservative? Then I realized in number 18 that we were tight and he had a pop on the last hole. I'm like, gosh, like I have no, I got no chance at this point. But, uh, you know, I tied him, you know, he double on that part. <laughs> That always make that that always makes it difficult. I I find like it always makes it it always makes it tough to I, I say I say scoreboard watching or you know leaderboard watching right. I think that makes I think that makes it real tough. Uh, I find that that some people play a lot tighter coming down the stretch or you start kind of pressing and. I think it's almost better that you you don't watch those because I know Maya and I we've played in a good amount of two mount two man games and I know specifically we were out at one of the golf fellowships a two man out at TPC we're playing the Oaks course and we're like should we look should we look and then we're like no nah, don't look we keep playing and then Maya's <laughs> like fuck it let's look see where we're at and next thing you know we looked and we're like shit we're tied for the lead and then you know honestly Maya what happened after that right like the wheels like yeah. <laughs> The wheels like fell off. The wheels came off, man. Yeah, came off hard, hardcore, you know. And then we ended up not even placing. So, so there's pl- there's pluses yeah. and minuses. I mean, it, it, it's it's uh, yeah, there's pluses and minuses to it because you know, uh, if I don't look at it, it's you know, and then when you look at it and you're up in the lead, I ain't gonna lie, I was like, you know, I'm always you know, in the middle or something, but something like, yeah, I'm playing carefree, but this two days was like, I guess the closest I, I've never played competitive in like high school or anything like that. Cause, uh, so this was the closest thing I got to like a real single handicap, you know, tournament. And these two days were, even though I lost the second day, it was, it was pretty fun coming down to the last hole. Um, I think, and, and I think, I but think um, was, yeah, it, it was really fun. I think that was the thing about this, the tournament this past weekend. It was our, it was our big bash and entry into this deal that we have with the Alamo city golf trail. And again, I, I think we went, it, it went hard. You know, there, there was a lot of, there was a lot of intrigue. There was a lot of, there was some suspense, you know, there was some shit talking. There was uh, people about to throw down. I mean, it, it really felt like, it really felt like a big family gathering. You know, to where like, you know, the Theos are talking shit to each other and at each other's throats. You know, uh, Maya, we didn't leave. <laughs> we went from almost to, to San Pedro to, to have some more beer and have food like like ACGT got our money that weekend. <laughs> big time. They did. Oh, yeah. I spent all my winnings before I even got home. So I, I was I was done. <laughs> so, you, so you say that you broke even that weekend, huh? Mm hmm. I broke even. My mother-in-law broke uh, better than me because I had to pay 160 <laughs> to watch the kids. So, you know. Okay. So, so now, so now that we've already discussed the first day, we're the first day out at Riverside. Can we can we talk really quick about like after the first day? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. We're, we're, we're not moving on. We're we're still here, Sergio. Don't worry. We're we're still we're still here now. Yeah. Now, one, now, why don't you go ahead and lead into that, Sergio? Because it seems like something's weighing heavy on your heart. Yeah, no. that's right. <laughs> no, well, look, we're growing the group, the uh, four bros 2.0. And I think that we were doing an overall pretty, you know, good job. I think that, you know, the guys that we have in the boards, a good balance, good balance of people. I think that what Maya does and like his drive to just 
get places book and get deals. It's fantastic, you know, bringing me, myself in, you know, you, Andy, and Chris, and, you know, Charlie, you know, we're doing a really good job. And the thing that I kind of want to highlight is that we, as the group, we're trying to find to get the balance between competition and fellowship, right? You know, you know, where's that, where's, where's that balance that we can go out there, talk shit and just go after each other, you know, for 18 holes, have some beers, but at the end, you know, our goal is to come together and have a good time, you know, to, in, you know, to integrate. So I really, really in, enjoy the uh, after tournament where we're hanging out, having the barbecue out there in the park. You know, it was a really significant, you know, event for me, right? Because, you know, I got to connect with Maya a little more. I got to connect with you. You know, I like Jeff a lot. And, you know, after spending a few hours with him, drinking some beers, I like him even more. So it was, you know, that part, you know, um, you know, the flag that we signed as well. Like all those little events is, I think, what makes us different, you know, that a lot of people stayed back and, you know, we had a great time out there. I, I truly think, and that, and that's one thing, Maya, I think that's one thing that you bring so much value to the group. And, uh, you know, Maya, I consider Maya family. He's my brother. And we instantly clicked when we met out on the golf course. We actually met at a, what is it? A, what's the one off 151? What is it? What's, what's that? What's that club? Maya? 151? The Hyatt? No, no, no. The one. The oh, one right uh, that, that cowboy? Yeah. That cowboy club? Yeah, well, I forgot which one is that. It's 151 Saloon or something like that, or I forgot. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, 151 but, Saloon. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so that's where we met, and then then we met on the course. I say a few days later, and after that, we've instantly been brothers, and and not only ourselves, but our families. You know, dinners, uh, vacationing, and bringing the kids around each other, and so it it feels like it's more than just golf. Golf is what the what what brings us together. But uh, like Maya said the other night. Uh, he said for him, for golf, it's been his way to transition into civilian life. And I know for you and talking with you, Sergio, one thing you made pretty damn clear to me out there, you know, when we're having a few beers and just, you know, just relaxing. And you stated that this is, you know, the military has, all, has been something that, that you've only known forever. You know, that, that's, that's been like a big part of your life. And as you kind of are getting to that tail end of that military career and that service, you you have several things that just kind of keep you going and now that uh, you know it, we've put you in a position to where you're doing some great things and putting out our bylaws putting out our rules and i think you i think i think he's going up above and beyond i think he's going just he's taking it too far maya so i think we might have to strip that power from sergio already yeah, he, he is I, I had to i had to stop on me try to you know Start naming the tournaments. I thought I'll make. You need to slow down. <laughs> hey, no, that, that was a that was a statement of fact. <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. I thought you were stepping out, stepping your boundaries. But, you know, uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> and to your point, Andy, you know, last, you know, as I you know decided to retire from the Air Force and just like finish my commitment. You know, it's really important for me to have like a third thing, I mean, which is in this instance not so much golf, but like the community that we have with Four Bros. Because that at the end, you know, being, you know, being engaged with the group and being put in some type of leadership position within the group as well, that is going to allow me to make that transition a little bit easier, you know, because it's not, you know, like the BGA, the Veterans Golf Association that, you know, Robert Powell, you know, you know, mutual friend of ours, you know, they do a fantastic job running that, but that's exclusive to people who wore the uniform and their families, you know, for us, for the Forbrus 2.0. 
you know, we're we're about bringing everybody in, right? So you can have like veterans like Maya or you know, soon to be veteran like myself, who's about to retire to integrate with the public, you know, with this you know golfing community here in San Antonio. And I think that's, you know, a really good way to get more people to connect. And that's what I appreciate most about the group. No, um, I, one, one thing I always, I always, I always throw that quote in Maya's face. Uh, Maya said, the golfing community is a small world. And I always use that quote for good and for bad. <laughs> and, so, oh, yeah. and, so, and so Maya told me that one time and I said, damn, damn, Maya, you're right. Hey. You're a good guy. You're yeah, a good guy. It is a small world. I, I get, hey, what's up, Maya? Or I hear, fuck you, Maya. Because <laughs> so, yeah. that, that was one of the big issues. That was one of the big issues on Saturday that, that when everyone went over for, for the barbecue, it wasn't to congratulate Maya. It was to give Maya some shit. And one of our good buddies, and hey, this podcast <laughs> is nothing is OB. Uh, the, yeah. I, call him, I call him the Viking, not David, our boy David. Uh, he crossed. He crossed some boundaries. He crossed some boundaries because I know he got up in your face, and I know he he was really pissed off, and he started talking shit to you in regards to uh, the handicap. Because I know from hearing from several different stories, and I know Maya, you were there personally, is that he stated that that he could he played lights out and he played as best as he could play, and I, I, to to what uh, to what Dave Gibson, our boy, said is that. You know what? The scores weren't input right into our game, into our system. And we use the game book app, which is a great freaking app because we could do it with so many different types of games. And I think it's a plus for our league that we do have live scoring and, you know, we are able to check out a live leaderboard. And, but, but again, it is, it, you know, it, it does have that human, that human portion to where you do have to put in the numbers correctly in order for it to calculate your handicap correct, right. Or your score correctly. And I think from, from talking with David, that that's where Dave, David Gibson, uh, you know, David Walner had a problem with it is that he saw that uh, he thought he was here. And then the, as those scores are uploaded, it brought him down here. Speak on that, Maya. Yeah. So, you know, I get his point, you know, there's two sides of the store or, you know, you play your best and, you know, you don't, and you didn't come out with anything, but the same point you sign up, you know, everybody knows what they're signing up for, you know, on a tournament wise, you know, and uh, sometimes I shoot good and come out on top. Sometimes I shoot like shit. And that's the way golf is. I mean, we've all played the game before and we always go back because, you know, I would go back because I either get my ass whooped or I know I'm better than that because a couple of holes I'm doing good. Uh, but you know, I, I lost tragically on Sunday, but didn't piss me. I mean, pissed me off the fire that I'm like, all right, I got to hit the range and clean some shots up, but you know, different people, but I'm not going to be like, Hey, I'm not coming back. Fuck this game. I'm retiring. Well, I did retire once, but I came back within a week. <laughs> so, well, in, but, in, uh, in, all, in, in all fairness, you, you've been, you, you, you've removed yourself from the group several times. And then you've brought yourself back several times. I, I have, you know, because I'm like, okay, I, I need a break. All right, I'm back, guys. It's almost Sunday. I've gone three days without golf. You know. All right. So. so, 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 just tell us though. Tell us, tell us what happened because I know, I know you were really upset about it. No, I mean, just because you know we had obligations for a two-day tournament, and my thing was this: if you signed up for a two-day. You know, and then the, after the first day, if you didn't win any money, it's, 
just not kosher to be like, I'm not playing the next day. And then you shorten everybody else that committed on the pot wise. Um, and I just can start a trend like, you know, Hey, if I don't shoot good in two day tournament, I'm not playing the next day, you know, and that nature. But everybody knows that's golf and then it's a two day payout. So anything can change the next day and you could win. Uh, you know, like I won the first day, didn't win no money the second day, you know, and that's golf. I mean, yeah, it's it's whoever comes out there and shoots. And, I mean, you got guys from 16, 20 handicap. So it's only a four-shot difference. I mean, eight-shot difference from B, from the B flight from a 13 to 20. And even for the A's, it was from a one handicap to a nine. So it was like an eight-shot difference. I, but I, I truly, I truly feel, I truly feel that the, the handicap system was working though because uh, Esteban did shoot crazy, crazy low. He, he went at minus nine net wise, right? And he took the, he took day one, and but you know what? There was four other guys tied at minus five, and so that that tells me that if there's four guys that are in second place, that means that the handicap system is working because it's leveling the playing field. I agree. Yeah. What do you yeah, think? I agree. I, I think the handicap, I mean. Sorry, I was kicked out for a moment and back in. Sorry, I messed up the sorry. whole thing. No, it's okay. No, we're talking about that. I, that your, I truly take on, think that, your take on the handicap system. That we use, because I, I truly think that, you know, as, as there was four of us tied at minus five in second place. And, and, and again, I think, I, I mean, that's second place, four guys tied it's for second place. I, I think that's stating that the handicap system was working. Yeah. I think that the new changes that we're about to bring up into the handicap system are going to work even better because we as a, here's the reality of things. Like we were, ne- we're never going to get it perfect. You know, you know, we, unless we mirror like the gin and you know, there's like too many variables in it for it to happen. But I think that what we're going to do is going to work for the best um, in terms of, getting closer to get it as far as possible because, you know, there's some disparities like doing net for both A and B. It's just, I don't think it's right. Although like the, uh, you know, low handicappers is a small percentage of the group, you know, we still need a first shot to, you know, to win something. Right. And if we're doing A and B, like, you know, like Maya shooting lights out, sandbagging ass, (laughs) you know, it's not, it's not really going to work, but the changes that we're bringing in, which is going to include, you know, like counting the lowest round that you have with us and an average of your last three plus putting course ratings into the handicap and having people tee off from different tees. I think that's going to bring it closer for us because most groups in town, they just count your last three without considering like course rating or things like that. So I think that the discussions that we've been having are and I think, and I think we're having it uh, really just for like the betterment of the group, you know, not not to put, not, you know, but everyone everyone was calling for Maya's head the next day. Oh, this motherfucker better go, better go down to a six, better go down to a seven. And 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 I know it's tough, and I give Char, I give Char, I give Charlie a lot of props because Charlie, within uh, one of our four bros, uh, one of our core members, and you know, because he's responsible for inputting all of those all of those scores, and you know what it, it's he likes that shit and i'm like good charlie i'm glad you like that shit because i don't like that shit that's a lot it's too many numbers and he does real he does he does some good stuff with it and i think i think we're all open to make sure that that we make the experience and try our best because you know what no matter what we're never going to get it right but as long as we keep trying yeah and we do it for the betterment of the group 
then you know what? The group's going to succeed, not us. And that's a big thing, right? As long as we are aware that we're not getting it right, but we are also aware that we're trying to make every effort possible to get it as close as possible, I think that we'll be okay. Yep, I agree. Um, but uh, I think these new ones with the the tee boxes and the course rating, um, you know, I found some unfound potential power, so I'm doing pretty good from the tips lately. So. <laughs> I don't know how long that's going to keep it for. You're doing better because you're using them bow legs. (laughs) (laughs) To his his benefit, right? It's to his benefit. So so I'd say as we wrap up that day one, I I think the biggest thing was is that Maya, that was – I really commend you, Maya. You knew that being the course, being so short, and you did take advantage of it because I I know I didn't. I, I had opportunities and I didn't. Uh, you know, on the in the B flight, but you you squarely took advantage of them in the A flight, and it made it harder for our lower handicaps like Sergio and like Jeff who are one handicaps. And so what Maya did was Maya took half of the pot, which was uh, two fifty was the pot. He took one twenty five of it and he put it back in the next day. And you know what? I really commend you, Maya, because that's you know that that's 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 a man move right there. Because you know what? You did it not only for um, for yourself. I know you did it again for the betterment of the group. And I know maybe a lot of people might not have told you, but I wasn't in the A flight. It didn't affect me. But I really look at that as a, as a, as a really good move uh, to grow the group and to really show them that you're not there just to, just to take money by any means necessary. And then oh, you just, yeah. um, my thing was, is, my thing is, like, if you come in shooting with the 72 or 73 and don't win anything, it's kind of shitty. You know what I mean? That's just my point. Or it's even a 68, 69. And, uh, you know, even though I enjoyed the win, it was really kind of – I would have enjoyed it better if the tee boxes were in the back and I won, you know what I mean, versus hitting fucking 290 or 280 par 4s and shit. So, uh but no, that was the right thing to do. But uh, the second day, you know, I earned uh, Sergio's respect. So um, I'm glad we it, did that pairings, uh, like the PGA style pairings the next day. And just to kind of finish that with, uh, you know, with what Maya did, he, uh, I think that what he did really refre- reflects the spirit of what we're trying to accomplish. But not only that, but it's like the kind of people that we want to attract to come to us. I mean, we're open to anybody, but, you know, there's certain cars. Characteristic, characteristic traits that we want on our group and you know things like maya did like really reflected that i, I truly think so maya I, I really think i mean we are a bunch of scumbags but maya that was that was a that, that was a, a gentleman move right there and i know uh if none of the guys tell you man i appreciate you man and that just really showed that uh you're in in it more for the guys than you are for yourself marcus oh, yeah. you can be the whites Okay. Oh, yeah. and as we as we go into day two, as we go into day two out at Almost Golf Course, the newly renovated Almost Golf Course, let's go ahead for those of y'all that aren't sure what Four Bros is, and if you didn't get any of what um, you know what Four Bros, what type of group we are, check out this video. Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, go for it, bro. Live your life, bro. Live your life, bro.
Go. Safe. Safe. None of the music came out. I'm going to try to put, man, none of the music came out. Damn it. I worked so hard on this video. You have to put that fucking top golf shit on the video. <laughs> Motherfucker. All right, man. That was a horrible <laughs> top, golf, top golf outing ever. All right. I hate so our top golf. So, so one, of our, one, of our four, one of our one of our four bros, Mike Ray, who's, who's, a, who's one of the instructors out at On Par Golf out at Cedar Creek, uh, used to be the the head uh, the head of instruction out at uh, Top Golf, and he put together these ni- these little nine hole events, and so of course to support our bro, we we roll out there, right? We roll out there and we roll deep with uh, with our own little force. And Maya is just having the hardest fucking time getting out the team box. He's hitting. We're all like on the low level, right? We're on the lowest level. Like that, li- that shit is literally fucking hitting straight up in the air. I hit the driver and the ball would literally go straight up and hit the top of the other fucking net. I, I was done. <laughs> if I if CJ didn't ride with me, I would have fucking got my clubs and fucking took off. Fuck that. Fucking <laughs> time to yes that is <laughs> that is exactly what happened like man like he was he, that was like the second time he hit the roof second time he hit the roof and i just like i think i spent like 150 or something because it was a holiday the next day so andy his wife was there and we're all drinking and shit <laughs> and i was just so pissed i kept on drinking it was a yeah i hate fucking time golf. it was <laughs> it was the best it was the best ever all right Okay, here we go. It's loading up right here, and uh, my boy Saul right here. One of our our boy Saul, uh, one of our four bros right here, taking it back. Y'all met at Chippendales when they came into town. It, okay, in all fairness, it was the thunder from down under, and they were making their way. All right, that's where we met. But yeah, I was my, part of the special dad bod group. <laughs> I was just, I was just, I was just there oiling everybody up. All right, here we go. Hopefully this comes out. Hopefully, let's go. Jeremiah. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it, go for it, bro. Live your life, bro. Live your life, bro. I'm headed to the bottom of the bottle. I've been drowning, I've been floating away. Hey. Every other dollar that I got and that I probably went and pissed it away. I ain't fucking okay. I ain't liking it, babe. I don't even want to talk. I'm just smoking my haze. I've been stuck in my ways. I've been stuck in for days. I've been staring at the clock. It's the radio plays. I'm enslaved. Yeah. Had a baby. Had a baby. Do you feel great? Never gonna wash his hand again. Did you see? Did you did you see those blues, Sergio? Did you see those blues, Sergio? Yeah. <laughs> so my wife told me not to like pour too much killer, into man. my cup because she says that I'm going to lose the little English that I have. <laughs> <laughs> and you got Marcus over here, man. Mar- I was I was holding this back right here. Marcus earlier said, "Did we get a translator for Sergio?" <laughs> 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 And I, he's literally, he's working on, was it, on Rosetta Stone right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh.
There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. So now, as so for those of you that aren't sure about four bros, uh, one thing that that we always say, and that Maya especially says, that if you don't have a home, come check us out. Uh, you know, we're not for everybody. I wish we can say we are. We're not for everybody. But you know what? You're not going to get that that elite air. Uh, you're not going to get that stuck upness. And you know what? Just like Maya and just like Sergio uh, and Chris and Charlie and Jeff, you know what? These guys may become some of your best bros and guys you can always count on. And that's one thing I know for sure that I I try to bring my best friends and my lifelong friends that I consider family. And I bring them part of this group. And it is. It's more of more than golf. But golf has been the thing that's brought us all together. But it's not the thing that keeps us together. Nailed it. I, I've been working on that. I wrote it down. Right that, that was the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, as we get to day two, day two and almost, right? At day two and almost, it, it, one thing that I did like that we did is that even though we kept the scores in regards to being the, the four bros bass champ, uh, it reset money-wise. So everything was kind of like a new day, a fresh start. Everybody had, you know, started from, started from scratch and that they were able to just really try their best to, to go at each other. And I like how we redid the pairings to put the, the leaders with each other. And uh, now, it, one more thing before we get off Riverside, uh, we almost, I'm trying to see if we can get Esteban here later. But one thing that Maya did was, oh, Esteban really said that was like the ultimate dick move. Is that, is, is that, is that, okay, Esteban is a big dude, like, he's a big dude, and then we have Crum, uh, Bobby Crumley, who's another big-ass guy. Maya said it, it would be awesome, it would be great that if they would ride together, and if anybody saw, if anybody saw their golf cart, it, like, we all thought, like, man, I was like, are your tires flat? They're like, is everything okay? They were, they were fucking low riding. They were, scraping, they were scraping. Whenever they'd make a, a sharp hill or a turn, that they were scraping. Like, I remember the guys in, in behind them said that, man, that they saw sparks come from underneath. And then, and then, and then That was the, the, the exact attempt I had when I put the pairings together. I said, you know what? I'm putting their asses together. This is going to be fucking what, good. What Esteban brought off to us. The second day was the fucking hilarious. Yeah. So what happened, Sergio? The, the, uh, almost, man. We're, we're, yeah, tell, tell the story, Sergio. Uh, so, you know, we're hanging out after the fact. And, um, you know, we just sat there at the pavilion almost. And we're, just, you know, chilling out, drinking some, you know, drinking beer, smoking stogies. And then, you know, Esteban goes like, hey, I know you guys did it on purpose. Like you put me with crumb on the day one, didn't you? <laughs> and I just like spit out my beer. My ass like rolling there somewhere. I look at you, Andy, like, I don't know what you're doing. Like, like we're losing our mind. <laughs> oh shit, man. Like, like that was the best thing ever. It was like, it was like a, a can of sardines that was like overflowing with like sardines. Like it was, it was two pigs. Uh, under a blanket fighting over milk duds. I mean, it was just, it was just pushed to the, it was like a sausage casing that was just like about to explode. Right. That's, that's what this golf cart looked like. I, I think they, I think, I think they uh, retired that golf cart after that day. It's done. It's no more. It was I, 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 had, fucking leg. I had a, 
I had a chance to play with Esteban in one of the events. Like he's a genuine nice guy. Like I really enjoy playing oh, yeah. with him. He's a, he's a great dude. So when he brought it up, like you know, like so nonchalant about, I just like I love my shit. <laughs> I know, like, like it was just out of blue. He's like, um, he goes, hey guys, whose fucking idea was it to put me and Crumb together? You <laughs> <laughs> should have oh, seen shit. the look on his face. Y'all, y'all already all teed off, and he's like, <laughs> hey, uh, who am I going with? I'm like, you're with Crumb right here. You can just see the look in his fucking face. Like, are you fucking serious? Like, you know what? But, it, but, but, but to give him props, it didn't phase him. It did not didn't phase him. him. I was hoping, they would, he, he I was hoping they would fuck both of them up. I know, I know they were touching skin. I know they were touching fucking ass. Well, es- and shit, Esteban said he was. He, Esteban said he he was riding outside of the car, and so was Crumbly. Like, and, and that's because they were still right next it. to each other. They were still right next to each other, but they were both riding outside of the car. God, oh. man, I believe that shit. All right, yeah, so. Chris and I were having a good time watching that. <laughs> Okay, so as we get as we get into as we get into um, you know the results on on almost on thir- on from Sunday, now almost golf uh, almost Basin Golf Course, the newly renovated almost Basin Golf Course uh, is a, it was in great shape, man. The greens were rolling true; they were fast. Uh, you know there were so many undulations. Uh, the course is in great shape. I, I love the new pavilion that they made outside. Um, everything is just in top notch. I mean, that course, it literally is, uh, the, the best $50 course in the city. It, I mean, it really is. It's, uh, you know, it, I think, I think it's high end. It's a higher end. I think it's, I think it's in better shape than a certain country club here in town. And I mean, I think, I think that's why everyone keeps playing it. And it has so much traffic because everybody wants to play just like a new course. Yeah, there's no question about it. It was in fantastic shape. You know, the greens were good. The course was good. And, you know, again, like the same thing, a few burst spots here and there. But overall, the course, you know, played great. You know, the greens are challenging right now because they're so new. It's going to take a while for them to mature. So, like, everything's just bouncing off. I mean, I saw Maya and myself, like, you know, hit legit good shots into the green and just, like, take off. Like, can't do anything about it right now. But, you know, that's how the course plays. And I think it's, you know, they did a really, really good job getting it to where it is right now, especially with all the undulations in the green. All right. So I'm going to go over the B flight here. I'm going to go over the B flight results here. Now, just in, in, in regards to the top finishers right here, I had David Gibson at six with plus two. And again, these are net scores. Uh, myself, Andy Torres, even par. Uh, Dan Aguilar, even par. I'm glad Dan was able to, to come in and join us that day. Uh, at, at third place, we had Dish, Brian Dishner, at minus one. In second place, we had Juan. How do you say his last name, Maya? Who are you asking him? You don't know. Rebecca Labaca. Rebecca Labaca. We had Juan. Juan at minus two. And Esteban uh, with minus three, and there there was some controversy there. There was some controversy that went in that went into uh, especially some of the scores that we were dealing with afterwards. Mm-hmm. Now I know a lot of people were giving me shit uh, or were talking shit about me, be like, "Andy's too good, Andy's too good." And then when they find out after day one, I didn't win any money. Everybody was like perfectly fine with it, and yep. uh, I I started off double bogey, bogey, double bogey, and 
I just felt like I just I just it was a grind. Nothing was given to me that day. So I, I think I ended up shooting. I go 43, 42, uh, 43 on the front, 42 on the back. And that was like pure, just just straight grinding. Like nothing was perfect. I did not have my A game, but I'm like truly glad that I just didn't give up because you know what I did? I won all of my side bets. I won all of my side bets to get all my damn money back. And that's what you got to do. That's, that, that's where really the money is made in these tournaments. Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a side bet bitch. I just, <laughs> I just make so many side bets. Either I owe a lot of money or I win a lot of money. Mostly lose a lot of money. But hey. now, 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 in regards, as we, as we were getting serious right here, there was, some accusa- there was an accusation that was brought up by another group in regards to Esteban. And I'm going to put it out there because, again, hey, nothing is OB. And we're talking about, we're talking about you know, our, our scores right here. Uh, Esteban right here had minus three. And there was an issue on 16 that uh, Esteban's ball was right next to a tree. And, uh, you know, another group had, had said that, that he moved his ball. And you know what? Uh, this, this was huge. This was huge within our group. And, and a lot of guys have played with Esteban, and we can vouch for him, and we can state that, hey, we've never had any issues come up, and he's a good dude. He's a, he is a, he's a great guy. And, you know, we asked him straight up, did you cheat? Did you move your ball? And he said, I was checking it out to make sure it was mine, and I placed it back. And, again, uh, a man of his word, we give it to him until you burn us. And uh, I know that was something that was kind of like in the back of some people's minds. And, you know, my no filter ass, I just said, hey, man, did you <laughs> did you move the fucking ball? You know, and, and he came out and he stated it. And and again, I, I, can, I take him for a man of his word. And that was huge, because if not, then we would have gone to a, a scorecard playoff between him and him and Juan. Yeah. So couple of things about that like when you know when that was brought up to us and you know to our attention be specifically and like say hey, i'm gonna go ask him straight up like right you know sometimes you have to have those like tough conversations especially you know you in the board of the group like hey man like some people said that they you did this did you do it he said no okay cool that's like that's all i wanted to hear and like having that conversation um so i was fine with that but you know furthermore you know moving forward with the group if any if at any time anything like that happens like try to fix it, you know, try to deal with it within the group. Like don't wait till the end for that to fester in your mind and come to us to have to make a decision. Like just deal with it. And if if you have a question, go ask your playing part, like, hey, did you do this? And if you're getting asked that question, like don't get defensive, just like answer, like, hey, I did this or not. Because I guarantee you that if the people that saw Esteban picking up the ball to verify that was his, would want up there and talk to him and ask him like, hey, you know, what's going on, like once they would have heard his side, his side, you know, there would have been no issues. But, you know, you know, they waited till the end of the round and, you know, like the emotions got high, drinks were had and, you know, it just festered in their minds. So it's like, I think it's like not the right time to deal with it at, at the end, but like on the moment. All I, I can I, say is I give Esteban some advice. Next time, just say, what's that? And then kick it. <laughs> That's what I would have done. You know? <laughs> then there would have been the questions asked. <laughs> use, that, use that foot wedge, right? Use that, use that foot wedge. Yeah, use that foot. What is that guy's over there? And, and, he's, and, and he told me he's got, a wide, he's, got a, he's got a wide foot. He's got like a triple E foot. And... That's what I was laying it on my bow leg in there. <laughs> like, oh, shit. I fucking hit my ball by accident. Sorry. <laughs> 
Now, now, that, and that's and that's the thing. I, I agree with Sergio right there. Is that that you don't want to let those things kind of fester and kind of build up and marinate when when you can address it right there and then. Because a lot of times that we're we're all, we're all grown ass men, you know. And if we can't be honest with ourselves and be honest with our boys, then this group has you have no business being in this fucking group. You really don't. Oh um, yeah, you no, know. I agree. Um, but I believe them. I mean, I haven't had a second thought or conversation about it until today. You know, I mean, it, uh, I played with him two or three times. And like I say, when you play, to me personally, when you play 18 holes with the guy, you learn a lot from a person. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, I, I don't like this motherfucker. Or, you know, this guy's a good guy, you know, or, you know, this dude's a douche or this guy cheats. You know, because I met some cheaters playing 18 holes. Motherfuckers don't know how to count or... <laughs> and have a good lie, you know, and you know they. That's probably what they say about me too. But hey, that's fucking what it is. What it is. Sam Well, <laughs> well but I, no, I, I, I compare I you to the Yankees. I compare yeah. you to the Yankees, Maya. I don't mean to cut you off, but I compare you to the Yankees. You know, everybody just wants to see you out there. Oh yeah, we did want play to, a two-man scramble. Hey, yeah. hey they they want to see you lose. They want to see you lose, just like the Yankees. Everybody, everybody roots against this you. Is between, like we, had, <laughs> so not many people know this, right? We're playing just a charity two man scramble, right? So I'm like, fuck, I paid seventy five dollars. I'm fucking, and this is when our two men, the Astros, got busted, and I kept on telling Andy, I, I put a T down on a par five. I'll two man, I'll two. <laughs> These motherfuckers thought I was hitting fucking great shots off the fucking roof. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so we're so we're so we're so we're playing in a two man scramble. We're playing a two man scramble, right? And we're in the fairway, right? On a par five. We're in a fairway on a par five, and I see him. And again, Miles a big ass dude, but but he's real slick. He puts a tee in the ground in the fairway, and he tees up his ball. And he's freaking like <laughs> he smashes it onto the green or around the green, and I'm over here like this. Whoa, what the fuck? And then I see him step on the tee in the fairway, and I'm just like, 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 like I, I saw Superman without his cape, bro. Like I saw, I saw Batman without his mask, and I'm like, like, bro, like you're like, like I'm glad you're doing it, but you're breaking my fucking heart right now. Like, you, I like hey, I spent a hundred dollars on this charity turn. Oh, and that's they, Maya broke my heart in hole 18 at almost. Okay, oh, all right. So, so, okay, so so that was that was the B flight. Estevan won the B flight. Uh, Juan got second place, and Dish got third. I played with I played with Estevan and Dish. I beat Estevan in a side bet, but he did beat me in net. And congrats to those guys. Uh, you know, Estevan played lights out, lights out the weekend. He deserved it. Congratulations to Juan. Yeah. It was nice meeting Juan and Dish. One of the best freaking dudes I've ever met out there. Uh, he played freaking solid, putted his ass off. Great ass guy, Brian Dishner. Uh, it was great to be in that group. Uh, I really enjoyed the way the B flight was ran. All right. Congrats to those guys. Now onto the A flight. So Maya, myself, uh, DJ and Clayton, the guy who said to play with us are in the last group in the A flight. <clears throat> this is how the day starts, right? I don't hit the ball short by any means. I'm not crazy long, but like I hit the ball pretty hard. In hole number one, in al- at, at almost, I had probably about 100 yards in after a good good tee shot. 
Clayton had, I'm not kidding, probably like 30 yards in. Like this guy was constantly out driving me by 30 to 40 yards. Like this guy is like a long, like a long driver swing. And not only that, but like he was hitting it straight. So like this guy is just like killing it, right? Um, so that kind of set the tone for today. Oh, solid. Now, 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 guys, as, as being in the A flight, and when you have a player like that in your group, do you have a tendency that you have the feeling that you have to try to keep up? I played with long, uh, long ball players before. So like for myself, like it doesn't bother me. Uh, I was in the ball pretty straight. So like I was like trying to get, find the fairway. So it didn't bother. It surprised me, but it, it at no point bothered me. Maya. What about you, Maya? Nah, I, nah, I, I've been playing the game for a while. So nah, I, I just try to play my game, you know, because usually I don't out drive. Sometimes I do, but. I usually just play my game because if you get stuck on somebody else's shit, then it's all downhill from there. But no, nah, I didn't phase me. I was like, holy shit. You know, I didn't like to go after him, you know, so I tried to go first before him so I don't fucking look like shit after that drive. Yeah. But, but, uh, he yeah. He, he said it. He, nothing is obese. So Clayton did say he was a 10. Clayton, you ain't no motherfucking 10. You're like a two or three. <laughs> he sounds. He sounded pretty fucking solid. That's all I know. He sound. I mean, he got second place the the first. Yeah, day he's solid. He's and, solid. And the he, next, he, he, he went two the game, game. He's gonna be a two or three handicap. Clay, Clay is a good player. He was hitting the ball. He was hitting the ball straight. He was putting it in play. Uh, he was chipping the ball well. He was putting the ball. You know, he's putting the ball well. Like he he was a solid player. And another example was maybe Hole. I think was six. You know, dog like right and almost. I hit into the wind. I hit a pretty good drive. I, you know, I hit it straight, little cut to the right. I had about 80 yards in. This guy was chipping off the green. And he chipped it close and made the putt. Like that, he was playing a whole different golf course than the rest of the field. So let's do a little review here. The scores right here. Yep. We had at number, at number nine, we had DJ Rodriguez. He had a plus five. And again, this is net. Tied for six. We had Jeremiah Sierra, and Jeremiah has a heartbreaking story for us that he's going to go ahead and talk about. Or Sergio, Sergio could could build it up for us. Right? I'll not rate that, and I'll be happy to. And uh, tied for uh, six as well. We had Phil Jensen at plus three, tied for six. Jeff Keeger at as well as plus three. Anthony, I'm going to hit into your fucking group while you're still on the green, Luna. From two fifty out, had a plus two. Chris Jones, plus two, tied for fourth. Day-Day, Cardenas, at 73, of the plus one, tied for, I think he got second. And uh, Corey, he still needs a cookie. Thornton, <laughs> uh, plus oh, one. I know he had third place. <laughs> All right, so go ahead. Walk us through, Sergio, because okay. every, so, everybody said Maya, Maya was tearing it up again. He was making a, a big comeback. He, he was playing, he, he, Maya was playing great. Uh, I think that we got the whole, you know, so hole number four uh, from the tips. I, you know, he hits, uh, he hits and he's like somewhere off to the right with the tee box. I had a good drive, uh, you know, I cleared the bunkers. And this guy hits uh, his chip shot. Listen to me and look at it. I'm looking at this thing just off the right of the pin, the right of the ridge, and it's inches from the pin. Like, well, no, sorry, an inch from the pin, like almost drops a two, mm. right? I putted mm. myself out of contention. Like I couldn't make 
a putt the entire day and it built up and it worked itself, you know, all the way back to the tee. So at some point I was just like trying to make birdies try to, you know, to try to get like some skins. But Maya was just like very consistent, very consistent. You know, we're talking, we're having a good time, regardless that he is my bad luck charm and I will not play with him again. Cause every time that I play with him, <laughs> like, um, but, but you look great though. But, but everyone says you look great. You look great. You have nice shoes. You look good that day. That was terrible. You you were dressed uh, very well. (laughs) So, you know, he's playing consistently. And I think that we got to the whole, like, 16, and I kind of realized where he was at. So at that point, I'm kind of cheering for him, trying to, like, give him a little coach. Like, dude, shot by shot, hole by hole, like, you know, stay in the moment, stay present. Like, you got this. You know, you, you you get, you know, at at that point, I was like, you know, I became a cheerleader for him. I'm, like, rooting for him the entire way. And I don't recall what happened 16, 17 very well, but when we got to 18, um, I think he was Maya, like, why what, is, what is my at right there going into 18? We're going to, he's going to 18. Oh, they're going, me and uh, Clayton were even. Yeah. They're even at that point. Net like, even. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, I remember Maya saying that, damn, like he, like, like I was there. I was, I was there. He, he was. I, 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 I wish we would have ended on a par four. I would have had a chance. <laughs> And I really think that I, I really think Clayton yeah was gonna fucking bomb it on he, the par five. He had a chance. What happened? Then I finally do the. So he had a chance on. He would have had a chance if it was a par four. But that par five is why it's wide open as so it is, and that you know, then when like I really think that the odds were stacked against him. So I think that uh, DJ went first. I went second. I crushed. You know, I crushed mine. Then Clayton goes. And barely clears the bunker on the left, uh, so we don't know where his you know ball is. And then Maya's the last one, and I'm like, you know, I'm still like rooting for him, like Maya, like you know, you got this, man. Just like take it easy. And <laughs> the worst shot that I seen him hit, like on holes, the worst driver. Like I do not understand how that ball ended that far right. Okay, okay so so we're eight, so we're eighteen. And if anyone's played 18 at, at almost base and it's a par five, you got some bunkers to the left, bunkers surrounding in front. You have like a, a random bunker, I guess, like maybe like what, like three something, 330, 350, almost like right in the middle, kind of, right? Kind yeah. Of right the, in the, middle. the one that I think the carry for the left bunker was about um, somewhere about 290, you know, done win. And then, you, and then you have, yeah, and it was down, it was super downwind on that hole. And then you have yeah. surrounding bunkers in front to the side. And then you have like like a, a you know a creek that has water all along the the right. Yes. All right. Now, he, sir, like go he, for it. yeah, he was all you know all the way on to the right, and you know he's been hitting drive very well. So I'm thinking like hey, I, I, you know I'm thinking that his line is probably like you know like 20 yards right of that bunker, you know, because he hits that, this nice little draw. Like he's going to be fine. You know, he's not going to be closed, but he's going to be fine. And that ball goes so far right that it almost goes over the creek. To, to, to like, 17, to 17. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. no way this is happening right now. Like this, oh. is, like, this is not happening. But the ball comes down to rest on a, um, comes down to rest on the left side of the fairway still. I'm like, okay, cool. We're good. Like he can still, he still can punch out. He can still try to get into, you know, in the green on three. He can still maybe have a birdie look. So we're good, right? And he goes and hits his ball. And I don't, I, I mean, Maya can tell me what, you know, can tell what happened. But next thing I know, I look to my right and the ball is on the right side of the creek. It didn't go forward. It go like <laughs> 90 degrees right. 
So what happened, Maya? What happened? So I was just like, all right, I'm going to hit a five-iron punch out, just like Sergio said, try to get on, you know, on three. I said, worst-case scenario, I get second place, you know, or we tie. I'm trying to play safe. I hit it. The five-iron goes up, cuts a tree, goes over the fucking creek on the other side. And Sergio <laughs> grabs his shit. I see you yeah. later. So at, <laughs> I, you later. At, at that point, I'm like, hey, dude, like, I'm going to grab. So I don't know how far I'm out. So I like grab half my bag. <laughs> and I start walking, I start walking, you know, towards, towards my ball. And, uh, you know, I, I see Maya out there. Yeah, the and then it just in. like full on meltdown. And, oh. it, and meanwhile, like, you know, one of the yeah. few holes that I, that I actually got drove Clayton, you know, I had 180 yards in into 18. Clayton had about 200 in. You know, I don't know what club he hit, but he hit the green on two, no problem. You know, I hit my ball on two. And then I think that my third or fourth shot was just in the bunker short, like the 50 yard bunker short of the green. I was like, sorry, dude, like, done. What did you score on that hole, man? It's over. It's done. No, but what did uh, you score? Plus, eight. I got an eight on that hole. Oh. And yeah. what did you lose by? I hate, I hate the number eight. <laughs> By four. There you go. Let's see right there. Uh, so if I would have parted, he got a birdie on that home. Oh so yeah, you did. You would have gone. You would have came. I would have got second place. If I yeah, you would have got. And came came in the money. But I, I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be first loser. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going for this." Hey, if, if you ain't first, you're last, right, Ricky yeah. Bobby? I was. I was genuine out of you know. I was genuine like you know out of the running at that point, and you know I'm. I'm really rooting for him and trying to like coach him. Like, Hey dude, like you got this shot by shot, hole by hole. I, you know, stay focused. And then now he said, fuck you, Sergio. I'm going to hit it as far away as I can. (laughs) (laughs) But but it hurt. I ain't going to lie, but it is. I had fun. But but I'm going to tell you though, I think, I think that's the, that's the highs and lows of, of Jeremiah, of Maya Sierra. Uh, That's the highs and lows. And that, that's why he's lovable. That's why he's hateable. And uh, in reading some of the comment, reading some of the messages from yesterday, uh, Chris Jones, one of our four bros, the money man, he uh, <laughs> he 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 was listing my my had like this incredible three hole stretch yesterday, right? He was listing this this three hole stretch. Maya, take us down this three hole stretch. Oh, it was like tigerness hole, like bro, it was the best three holes I ever had in my life. Where were we all at yesterday? Uh, I'll station. So it started off on number one, I doubled. Number two, I par. Uh, number three, I hit, and I'm probably like a little bit off the green, maybe about 20 feet. I put that in for birdie. Birdie, okay. Birdie, the par three. Then, the, par, the par three. All right. Then I hit a nice drive, get close to the green on the par five, chip it on seven feet out i birdie that one then on the next hole i uh number five you got the short the short par four water to the right yeah the sharp so i go in the water so i'm hitting four off on the right side of the green i chip it on and it fucking rolls right into the fucking cup like (laughs) i was like hey all right okay so right here okay Oh, there you go. It was the it was the Anthony Luna. Anthony, I'm gonna hit a ball into you, force him while you're still on the green, <laughs> Luna. 
It was the luckiest three holes I've ever seen. So I take it Anthony was out there yesterday. Yeah, Anthony was out there. He was, you know, saying that was the best golfer he'd ever seen in three holes <laughs> in his life. Okay, so. and right here, I got yeah, Anthony. Thank you, saying, Anthony. I got Anthony saying because <laughs> because all right, on number sixteen, we're walk. I mean, we're still on the green. It's Estevan, I, uh, David Gibson, and Dish. We're we're walking. I mean, we're not having even off the green. Next thing you know, I hear, I see a ball come right in between David Gibson and I, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I hear four. Like after the ball had already came like through us, I hear a four. Oh, and so like my group is freaking hot. Hey. Like my group is hot. Yeah, and then he hits the ball high. So if there was done when he's gonna hot, hit like, it four hundred like, yards. Like, like hot, right? <laughs> and and so Anthony's right here. Uh, because you he came up to us and he said sorry, and nobody said shit. Nobody acknowledged him, nobody said shit to him, right? And so then he's like, Sorry, Andy, I promise I didn't think it was going to go that far, brother. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, I told him the Anthony. I told him to hurry their asses up, Anthony. And then Andy said, "I like this." Me and me, we had Andy had this conversation. He said, "Well, we had to wait for Stefan." I said, "Stefan moved that ball pretty good by the tree fast." He <laughs> 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 like, goes, "I was twenty. I was twenty yards in front of the Reds. Yeah, it was. He he did. It was a bomb. I'll tell you that much. It it was a bomb. It it was a bomb, and." uh you know, it's just I, I was just I was shook. Dave was shooken up. Dave was shooken up, and I'm over here. I'm I'm having having to. He's got anxiety, so I'm over here having to to console him. You know, I'm like Dave. It, it's good, Dave. It's all good. All right, Maya. Yeah, Sir, another thing. Sergio what? drove into us at Riverside a couple of times, so I know how you feel. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I did. <laughs> I guess I guess they don't teach golf etiquette in Oklahoma. <laughs> no, they don't. When 16 in Riverside, I had no idea where they were at. Marcus, <laughs> Marcus, maybe you should have been playing faster. That's right, Maya. You were taking too long. He's got little legs. That's right, He's man. Got I got legs. little legs too. Hey, Maya's got little My legs. My legs are bow legged. I got little bow legged. I think, I, I, think I, have, I think I have longer legs than, than Maya does. <laughs> He's, got the, He's got a very oblong torso. Some people call him Grimace. Yeah. What's the yeah, part three in the back nine almost? Hey. The part that holds that on the back is like 12, 12. Yeah. 12. So we're playing 12 and, uh, all four of us hit the green. Like it was like Maya, myself, uh, uh the other guy we we're playing and, you know, DJ, like we all hit the green, right. And Maya hit a really good shot. And he took, you know, again, his little draw, took it up to the right, kind of rode the ridge and got close. And Chris, uh, had hit also pretty close. So as we're walking to the green, <laughs> Maya goes, hey, can you, somebody else measure it because I got my bow legs? <laughs> so, <laughs> so he, he was asking for a third party to verify who was close. The count, right? The walk. Yeah. It's a very op, it's a very oblong walk. Somebody he was waddling all the way in. Can I yeah. get somebody with a normal stride to please count it off for us? Yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> yes, happened. Please, please. <laughs> But he made he, he makes birdie. He drained a pretty good putt. He's about like 15, 16 feet. Oh, okay, it. Maya. What so what happened with your kids yesterday while you're out on the course? Ah <laughs> uh, shit, what didn't happen, man? Fucking, hey. Let me recommend don't ever take kids with you to the fucking golf course. I'm done. Not doing it no more. That was my last straw. So what happened, so, man? What happened? I, 
My son, the first, the first tee box, we get there and all that. And it's like, after, right when I hit dad, I got to go poop. So if I can go back to the clubhouse, everybody goes to the thing, you know, then he had to pee every fucking 20 minutes. Like he drank a 12 pack of beer or something. And <laughs> this is a four year old. <laughs> then he says, my tummy, like it reminded me of the, of that Friday when Smokey's stomach was hurting, he had to take a shit. <laughs> hey, Smokey! Hey, Smokey, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and there was no clubhouse or anything, so I told him to go into the bushes, you know, like military <laughs> style, so he'll, he'll be ready. <laughs> yeah. so I had white so. He took a shit in the bushes. He took a shit in the bushes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My, Life my, lessons my, at the golf course. My ex kids were awesome. We were, uh, he had his, he had his youngest over at, uh, at, uh, Silverhorn when we play out there. I think uh, we were going to 18 and they were in 17. And I gave, uh, I talked to his little boy, he's in the cart. And I was like, hey, can you give this to your dad? It was like a little mini shot of, uh, uh, fireball. And I don't know what I, you know, that kid just went at, running crying to Maya with that bottle. <laughs> it just felt so bad that I made him cry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why he's been around uh, this shit. I don't know he's been around this shit all his life. I don't know. I don't know why it, it, it's oh, I know. Maybe he got scared because Sergio had red hair. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, um, fire crotch. He was scared of the fire the fire crotch. I scare kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah we know we know he's scared kids. All right guys one of the one of the biggest things that came up afterwards as were you know the payouts and the awards um you know we had these amazing cookies right we had these amazing cookies and we want to talk about cookie gate cookie gate and uh Laura Lewis from Cake Place and More who make all of the Alamo City Golf Trail Tour series uh cook cookie trophies uh, i had her make some of ours with our four bros logo and she did an amazing job They're and awesome. no they were they were amazing and uh yeah, I right. never thought I never thought somebody was going to get heated over these damn cookies, right? And so, and so to clear the air, <laughs> Corey got pissed off because he wanted his damn cookie because he got third place. And 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 speaking with Charlie because Charlie and I were speaking on it what like for hours, right, Maya? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. I'm looking around and I'm like, okay, we must be drinking a lot because we're debating about cookies right now. <laughs> For like 30 minutes straight. I'm watching this whole thing unfold on my chair, just chilling out. I was like, is this really (laughs) happening? Well, well, the the thing is, is that I was trying to look, okay, I don't know if Day Day got one. I was trying to look for the winners for the, for the first day as well. Right. I'm trying to give cookies out to, to the people who are first and second before third. Right. And Corey's like, no, I got third. Give me my fuck. Give me my cookie. And you know what? I know Corey, right? Corey, it's not like I I don't know Corey. You know, Corey, Corey I know Corey from Four Bros, excuse me, 1.0. I've known Corey, you know, for a good while, since I'd say almost since day one. So I said, so I told Corey, like nonchalantly, fuck you, Corey. You're not getting a fucking cookie. Like I just said, I, I, really, I don't think I said you're not getting a cookie. I just said, fuck you, Corey. Right. But it was just like a, like, hey, like go over there. Like, yeah, fuck you. Go over there. Right. And, um, he's like, no, man, I want my fucking cookie. And I said, I said, dude, chill out, calm down. No, man, I want my fucking cookie. I want my fucking cookie. I earned that fucking cookie. Give me that fucking cookie. And I'm telling him, I said, I said, Corey, 
I said, with that attitude, you ain't getting fucking shit with that attitude. No, man, I earned that cookie. I want my cookie. And I said, Corey, just calm down, man. Chill out. No, I want my cookie. And, and I said, you know what, dude, here. Cookie. I had two cookies. I'm like, here, you fucking crybaby. Take the fucking cookies. No, man, it's principles, man. It's fucking principles. It's principles. And I said, you know what? Fuck <sighs> you. Fuck your principles. Fuck. I said, fuck the, co- fuck the cookies. I said, fuck this shit. And I was, I was ready to do battle right there and then. I was ready. I think the best thing about it is that I ended up with that gonna... cookie. And my kids ate it. And the <laughs> not one. My wife and I ate. So, like, I won out of that whole, I won out of the whole thing. Uh, my kids also fought for that yeah, cookie, by the way. I say we so. don't have any more cookie that, no more outings anymore. No more cookies. It's yeah, but, yeah, I agree. I, I agree because, you know what, this is, People don't. I didn't even get a cookie. You know what? I I didn't give. A, I didn't get a cookie. I got the cookies, and I wanted to try to give them to other guys. Like Corey, this isn't his first time with the group, so I was trying to find and see. I don't know what the A players scored. I don't. So I'm trying to figure out who scored what. You know, the only one I think I knew was just Day Day, and you from the day one. I didn't really know Clayton. I just knew he wanted, but yeah. I'm like, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I mean, because I. The thing is, is being privileged, at least you, Maya, I don't even know, like, you had access to be able to see the A and B. I did not. And so I really, outside of you crying and complaining that nobody congratulated you, I didn't even know you won on day one. He was it crying. It hurt. It hurt. I was listening to Voice to Man all the way home. How do I <laughs> say, say goodbye? <laughs> I'm pretty that upset that there was, no, there was no range at almost because, you know, I needed to go to the range after that round. <laughs> San Pedro's right there. San Pedro's I know. Right there. That's my Dairy Queen, the range after the round. <laughs> well, well, we were there and we, we, we did drink a lot of beers. And you know what? It's one thing I'm glad we kept the party going. We went to San Pedro, uh, Jeremiah and I and Brandon and Brandon was <laughs> Brandon was going to leave his car at almost. And he lives out there like past Maya. He lived out there past Maya, close to Castroville. <laughs> and luckily enough, we went to San Pedro. Only had one pitcher, but we had some hella good food yeah, out there at the range. It. Yeah, he lived by me. And uh, luckily enough, he was able to, to get it together, and Maya took him back to pick up his car. Yeah, it, I, had a, I had a blast the last two days. Those weekend. Um, it's only going to get bigger and better. Uh, Next year, uh, we'll find two different venues that can house a 40-man. I believe it's going to get that big shotgun start. So next year is going to be better. Fiesta Bash 2023. Be ready, guys. I think so, too. And, I really- uh, Go for it, man. Go for it, man. No, I, I just, you know, Everybody had a great time. I had a bunch of guys on standby and stuff, too, that wanted to play. But, you know, we only had so many tea times because when we first initially got this together, we didn't assume we were even going to get 28 players for this. But every outing, we've been growing and growing, which is good. Uh, you know, once they come play, like somebody comes plays with us, when, when it's done, they're hooked, you know, uh, because, you know, you see for yourself after you play with different guys on the group, it's, it's a bunch of great guys to play with. And uh, I just, we're just going to get bigger and bigger and uh, join every bit of it. 
I, I truly, I truly think so. And it, it's great to see these new guys and it's great to see the old guys. And it's great to have that, that, that meshing of, of, you know, the, the one point four bros 1.0 to now, which is, you know, four bros 2.0. And, uh, it's been, it's, it's been great. You know, it's been great. There's always some intrigue. There's always some, there's always some issues. There's always some shenanigans. There's always, there's always something going on with close group. Saturday to start 3.0. I was close. <laughs> 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 and, and, and that's what he said that's what that right that's what he said surgery he said i'm done he said i'm done at the end that the other day on the bench he said i'm done and, and i'm Shutting like bro i'm like bro don't start your, <laughs> i'm like don't start your shit and he goes all right man i'm coming back <laughs> uh, but no it's gonna get better uh going on the future in this group uh i know we were gonna put up in that topic um we're going to vote to start doing some outings next year in Austin and Houston and uh, see what we can get going out there. Uh, do a little couple road trips. Hopefully gas prices go down. I got Matthew Fitzpatrick. Uh, I'm pretty excited for May 28th, to be honest. Matt's my, uh, my, my brother-in-law. He's a hell of a player. Oh, and Arnold, Arnold, Arnold Garcia, Freddie road trip. Let's go. But I don't know what that entails yeah. with Freddie because he, he, he's got a lot of baggage, you know, not only emotional baggage, uh, but he's got, you know, his wife's got to got to wait for him in, in the parking lot everywhere he goes. <laughs> she's she's got to make sure that he goes, he, he goes where he says <laughs> he goes where he says he's going to go. He can drink and drive. He can have to <laughs> drink and drive then. But, but but they only have beer at a lot of golf courses. He needs Mike's, Mike's Hard Lemonade, or he needs a Zima with a Jolly Rancher. He needs something. Or those grape drinks he likes, those purple <laughs> drinks. <laughs> wow. Uh, I like I like Brucey. Brucey's a good guy. No, I love Brucey. Brucey's Brucey one of my best. He's a good guy. He, he's, <laughs> he's <laughs> and Marcus, Andy, I'm paying attention. These nerds chime in once. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Brucey's my man. Brucey's my man. I love him. He's one of my hey. best friends. He's one of my good boys. And uh, I, okay, so so right. One of the one of the things is Brucey got so mad at his round at Riverside. He was mad at me because I was playing so good. And I said, "Dude, look at my scorecard. I'm not playing good. Right? I'm just playing to my handicap." And he was getting real mad. And I made sure to let everybody know how much of a of 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 a, of a baby he was acting like. Right? That to where he was breaking several rules of golf etiquette. To where, when you're the first person to putt out, what's what's the rule of golf etiquette? You're the person who puts the pin back in. Yeah, you got to put the pin back in, or you're on flag duty. You wait till everybody, right? You wait till everybody puts out. No, he was putting. He was putting out and going and waiting in the car, and you know, and I'm over here and I call him out and I said, "Hey, bro, like, are you going to be mad? You you can't be doing like nice call out." There you go. Well, I told you, hey man, nothing is OB. And and, yeah, and you know what? Nothing is OB. I mean, that's that, that's just what you were doing. And so <laughs> nice call out. And so I, you know, I had a problem with it. I said, bro, I said, you know what? Because it was it was me, Jake, Alex, and him. I said, three of us were having a great time, and and he was taking things so hard. And I'm like, dude, I love you. Like, you're my bro. Like, like you wanted to be in this group. It's not like I was playing great, but like he goes, man, you get under my skin. You get under my skin. I was like, I'm not playing great enough to get under anybody's skin. And the thing is, you're not really playing against somebody else. You're, you're playing against the course. And I think that's where sometimes it gets it, – it, he had a hard time with that. And I'm going to tell you, 
I don't know if it had anything to do with the round from the weekend. I saw him put a post on his Facebook saying that he was really going to work on himself. <laughs> and, and I was just like, man, is it about golf or is it about something else? And I was just like, I said, man, well, yeah. you know, it, it struck a chord. And look, here we go. Uh, he put 97, 98. Damn. Yeah, you need Jesus. Bruce, <laughs> <laughs> he's like you know what my instead of going to the golf course on sunday i'm gonna go to church that's what should happen yeah let's go to church brucey let's go bowling <laughs> <laughs> but i love brucey he's my man and so that's yeah, why but, it, uh, it, it bothered yeah. me so i had to tell him because i was like dude i love you and like i love being around you but it was hard to kind of play when he was just so focused on on winning or playing well yeah I think overall it was a great event both days. I mean, I personally had a blast. And like I said, you know, on Saturday after the round, just getting to enjoy, you know, getting to sit down with you guys and have a beer and relax. And, you know, even Sunday, you know, afterwards, it, it's really good. And I think that's what the group is about. You know, it's not, like I said earlier, it's about like finding that balance between competition and fellowship that makes us unique, you know, this shouldn't be anyone's ATM. Like, you know, we're trying to make it fair for everybody to, you know, get a price here and there. But if you're here for the money, like that's not the right, you know, that's not the right attitude. Like you're here for the connections, for the people and enjoy the experience with everybody. The same in money league. It is, it, you're not going to get rich. You're yep. not going to get rich, but you will get, but we do get some good, we get some good payouts. Though. We do. And that's one thing I do love about it is that we have, and we have a lot of payouts. We have the closest to the pins, the CTPs. We have uh, top, you know, we have uh, we have skins. We have uh, top top three, you know, at times top three net, top three gross. And again, you know what? Uh, that money goes out to six different guys, and I think that gives it a, a gives people a real good chance to to take something home, whether they're playing good or playing bad. They have that one closest to the pin. They have that one skin, and I think it always brings it always brings guys back the next time. Yep. Absolutely. Now, Maya, as we as we get to the end of yeah, the show, it, it do you- does uh, that. Our outing courses. Maya's on a bit of a delay over here, but uh, I know no. I know we have one big. We we got a big announcement right here at the tail end of the show. Big know, big announcement. I know I know one thing that that Chris and Maya have been working on. Um, yeah. No no no. Well, I'm I'm good. You're breaking up. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm good. You're breaking up. It's I like you're my... playing eighteen all over right now, Maya. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Maya, I'm gonna take you off, and I want you to get back on right now. So I'm gonna take Maya. I'm gonna take Maya off right here. Oh, there we go. He's back. Maybe he's back. Now, one big announcement we have is that starting in June on Tuesdays, it looks like we're gonna have a ten hole league. A 10-hole league on Tuesdays out at beautiful Alisation Golf Club. I'm really <laughs> – Maya's, Maya's got to update that cricket. But you know what? He lives, he lives on the outskirts. He lives on the outskirts of San Antonio. Hey, he, he, he doesn't got cricket. He's got jitterbug. <laughs> He's got jitterbug. He's got jitterbug. He's still, he's still rocking the Motorola, dude. He needs, to get, he needs to upgrade to the Prime Co. phone. Now, one thing we got going on right here for Tuesdays in starting in June, we will have a 10-hole league out at beautiful Alsatian Golf Club. We're gonna, we haven't figured out the format yet, but I know when speaking with Mrs. Mrs. Reed out at Alsatian Golf Club, 
she's more than welcoming to the idea and she's locked, blocked out those dates for us. And I'm really looking forward to it because I think if I'm not mistaken, I know there's some, there's some great leagues here. There's the, the, there's the, there's the, the golf fellowship. It's a great nine hole league with also uh, road, road trips, two man events, 18 hole events. And then of course we have the Alamo city golf trail tour series. It's not a league, it's a tour. And what's really great for amateur players to really up their competition level and up that game. But we have a great, 10 hole league that is going to be happening out at Alisation. And I'm really yep. looking forward to that. And, you know, big shout out to Chris. I, mean, I know Maya had something to do with it, but you know, this is Chris's Chris Jones brainchild. He, he took the initiative, he made the calls, he made the emails and he got it done. So, you know, big shout out to him for having that initiative. And it was awesome. It's, it's going to be awesome. Maya, he's back. What do you think, Maya, of the 10-hole league? Because I think it's the first 10-hole league in San Antonio. It sure is. Yes, at the beautiful off-station Forbro's home course. Uh, so, you know, uh, the people in the, the league for a bit or whatever, I thought of here a bit, weekday games, you know, on a Monday and sort of not. But um, we've been getting a lot of good outcome out of that, you know, and Chris – you know, came up with, you know, hey, why don't we do a weekly thing? Because, you know, we're always, even though we're not playing in the four bros, we're always trying to find somewhere to play out through the week. And, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a, uh, the first day, I believe, they already say the date and stuff on June 7th, right? I think. It's that first, yeah. it's that first, it's that first, it's that first, it's that first Tuesday, it's that first Tuesday in June. And I know, uh, I, big ups yeah that is, the it's the seventh it is the seventh big ups to chris big ups to maya uh for for making this happen and again thank you to Al- mrs reed alisation Al- golf at golf club uh man you know what they they are they're great people out there super hospitable they always take care of the four bros they always take care of anybody that walks through that door and steps onto the course and uh, I'm super thankful, super thankful for Mrs. Reed. She always hooks me up for rounds to give away on the show. And again, they, they treat us really good and make it super hard to not want to come back every single time. And Chris Jones, great job, buddy. Great job on making this happen. And I'm really thankful that he's heading this up and I'm looking forward to it. First 10. Oh yeah, definitely. Here in town. Oh, definitely. So, uh, uh, if you're looking for some golf, uh, go to the events page and then uh, we'll start having, you know, the events and signing up for the league as well. So we can get ahead of the schedule time. And also, so it's going to be a big bang because at six, I did Lambda and now we're going to have the 10 holes. So if you don't get tired of golfing, then this might not be the, the league and group for you. <laughs> you know. We play golf. We have about 305 members, and and Maya always says that hey, we're going to be chopping them down. So so make sure that we're not just we're not just a group just to be on Facebook, just to be on social media. We're a group that plays golf. So we want oh, yeah. we want to we want to see all out there. Yes, yeah. So me personally, I go through, and if I don't see you, because I use golf with everybody, if I don't know you and you've been on this group for six or seven months, you're out. That's nothing personal. <laughs> We're just looking for golfers, not just yes. social media. So, I mean, not that I don't like you or anything. It's just, hey, I haven't seen you golf, so, hey, you're out. 
And we're also going to have our bylaws published by next week. <laughs> but Sergio's heading that up. He's working I'm, real hard. I'm working really hard on them. All right, I'm guys. Trying to, I'm, I'm doing my best to put them in English. <laughs> in English, you're going to have the English and and the and the Spanish translated version. Oh, that's oh, what man. I got my wife for. Sergio, you're thinking of everybody, bro. It's it's inclusion. It's inclusion, bro. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's all we have tonight for episode 68 of Nothing is OB South Texas Golf Podcast. Thanks so much for being on the show, Jeremiah and Sergio. Uh, guys, do y'all have anything you want to finish out with tonight? No, uh, me personally, just to everybody that's on the group or wants to join, just come on out. I mean, the hardest thing is always think of as me personally when I first started out is, is, you know, you're talking with new people and in that case or not. But once people join us, they see that we judge, you know, we don't care. We, you know, once we get to know you, we'll dog you and stuff. But they, <laughs> man, they dog me, everybody. We dog each other. That's part of the thing. You know what I mean? But there's no harm or anything, you know, and we range from a one handicap to a 20 handicap. Brucey hit that over 20. So he's out. He's going <laughs> bowling. So, no, I mean, but not reals, just, you know, uh, just come on out and have a good time. And, you know, like I say, we have the events and we have events going all throughout the year. And now we got the league coming out. So we have plenty of things that's going on throughout the year. So come on out and, and uh, have a great time. Sergio. Yeah. Okay. So I want to kind of give a shout out to, uh, you know, my, my, you know, my really good friend, Marcus. He's been a really good uh, golf companion, a really good friend. I really enjoy his, uh, you know, the, the time that we spend the golf course, and also you know, him join joining the uh, four bros. Uh, my brother, shout out to my friend, my brother-in-law Matt Matt Fitzpatrick for listening in. And I also want to give a very very specific shout out to my father-in-law Michael Fitzpatrick for racing my wife Megan Manessis now really well and being very supporting of my golf endeavors. I love you, baby. Oh man. He's definitely getting some tonight. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Make sure you hit up the Facebook page, guys. Check out 4Bros 2.0 on Facebook. Make sure you check out the podcast, Nothing is Obi, South Texas Golf Podcast. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, Hit me up. Uh, You want to see somebody on the show? You want us to check out a course? You want us to check out a scramble, some sort of event tournament? You think somebody would be great on the show? Please hit me up. Thank you for your support, guys. I cannot do it without you. Nothing is over.